2: Welcome to The Outer Decluttering, I'm Kirsty Farugia
1: And I am Amy Ravel, and we are so happy to be in your ears on this lovely day, wherever you are in the world, whatever time of day you are listening, we're just glad to be with you because you are our friends.
2: Yay! What are we chatting about today, Ames?
1: Oh, we're talking about online selling, which is something that I am particularly passionate about Um, We were just talking, Kirst, you've got some things listed online at the moment so we can talk about what we've sold, some tricks and tips for selling, um, lots of different things.
2: And how much we're the opposite because I hate it.
1: Oh, I don't enjoy it anymore. I love talking about it. Okay. (laughs) Not so much as I love doing it. I just donate everything now. But when I've been in a financial position that things were like the $20 really, really made yeah. a difference. Yeah. I would prefer to donate because my time is more valuable to me than the time and effort it takes to photograph and list and sell and communicate and post and all of those things. So,
2: yeah. And I think that that's my, or our overarching um, message for online selling is only do it if you are really, if you're used to it, If you do it, if you do it often and you um, are needing the money, otherwise, or if you live far away from um, an op shop or a thrift store, then Mm. our heart is to um, support the secular economy and keep things in the economy, but also um, we our heart for you is to get things out of your house as quickly as possible. And if so, if that's the op shop, make it the op shop. (laughs) So good. Let's get into some of the reasons why you would want to sell.
1: Well, I I have a question for you first. I want to know what, don't be sorry, you weren't to know, what (laughs) is the biggest thing, Kirst, you've ever sold online?
2: And so the biggest thing that I've sold on online or, you know, ebay gumtree anything form of that would probably be i think simon sold his speakers um but our other big furniture that we've sold is amelie's bed recently
1: and were they big in terms of how much you sold them for or were they big in terms of size
2: I'm big in terms of size i think i i think we made a couple of hundred dollars off amelie's bed but it wasn't um yeah it was it's a bed so it's massive in size and the speakers i think he sold the speakers and the amps um and they were big in size as well and i think he he may have got a couple of hundred dollars for them he definitely did not recoup anywhere near the cost of
1: them no and that's that's worth noting friends yes (laughs) it's very (laughs) unlikely that you're ever going to recoup anywhere near the cost but we'll come to that in a minute what about you ames well, I used to run an eight, secondhand eBay um, business pre, I uh, was, did I have kids? Yes. I had kids. So they were very little. Um, I was working one day a week in an office, but I just needed, I wanted something to kind of bring me supplemental income. And, and keep so you entertained. Yeah. Well, you're a busy maybe. bee. I, like am busy busy. <laughs> I am a busy bee. I am a busy bee. That's what people, I meant by
2: entertainment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Not that I have no other life. So what I would do is people would hire me on a commission. And I had a contract that they would sign. Um, and so, and there was all like spreadsheets. This part I enjoyed is all the spreadsheets and what was the listing fee? And what was the eBay fee? And what was the postage fee? And what was the profit? And what was the net profit? Like I really enjoyed that side of it. Um, so I worked for, I had quite a few people that I did work for one guy in particular, um, we sold a house on eBay. It wasn't a habitable house. It was an empty shell of a house that was on a country rural block and we were selling it so that someone could come and like just bring in their truck at their own cost and buy the house. So that was a couple of thousand dollars. Um, The biggest thing I've sold was $5,000 and it was a armchair for a really elderly couple in our church. They had purchased this chair that was like full motorized so it came up up. lifted you up it reclined it had feet things that came out it had heat like it was it was the full armchair but they didn't enjoy it. They hated it actually. And they felt like it made them feel even older than they were. They were in their nineties, but they hated it. And it had been sitting in a corner of their house taking up room because A, they weren't strong enough to move it and never wanted to bother any of their kids or grandkids when they Mm. came over. Um, and then, when I was visiting them one day, they were showing me around the house. I said, Oh my gosh, that chair looks amazing. And they confessed that they hated it. And I said, Well, I'm happy to sell it for you. You know, I like, and you can get some money back. So that was awesome. That's one of my favorite things I've sold because this beautiful elderly couple got, I think it was $5,000 or whatever it was. It was they, a lot of money. It, it was a lot of money. <laughs> and they were blown away. Like, you know, when you're that age, when do you ever get that amount of money? So it was really sweet and, and rewarding.
2: Great story.
1: We would love you to come into our Facebook community and tell us what is the biggest thing that you have sold, whether in size like Kirst um, or whether in dollars like mine, I've sold some very random stuff online. I've sold some really cool um, tools that are worth like a thousand dollars each but look like like when you get them because I was doing this for a builder as well (laughs) they were like these grotty I can't quite work out even what it does and then it would like sell for a thousand dollars so that was always exciting to you like the unsurprising unsurprising no the actual (laughs) surprise yes I was gonna say
2: no the surprising finds. the
1: surprising finds.
2: yeah um Yeah, I must confess, I am not at all a fan of selling things. I know I've already said that, but I really, 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 really hate online selling for the tire kickers. The most annoying thing is people inquiring. And when you put on Facebook Marketplace that pickup is in your suburb and they still say, where is it? Like, Look in the post, people, (laughs) look in the
1: post. Can you explain what a tyre kicker is if people overseas don't know what
2: that is? A tyre kicker is somebody who comes into your lot (laughs) and kicks the tyres, asks lots of questions and never buys And then Walks away. So and that's what online selling is filled (laughs) with people who inquire and really have no intention of buying or like they ask inane questions that is in the description if they just read the description they would not have to ask
1: the silly question today's episode is brought to you by ranty Uh, (laughs) kirsty
2: by the hatred of online selling i really really detest it one of the
1: things i find the worst is when people say they're going to buy something give you a time they're going to turn up
2: and never and then just
1: never turn up that's my pet peeve yeah pet peeve So we thought we would talk about different motivations of why in the world, even though we're kind of bagging it out, but also saying like that within the last couple of years or Kirsty, within the last couple of weeks, we have managed to make money selling things online. What are some of the motivations, Kirsty, that people might have for wanting to sell online?
2: Well, guilt can be a huge motivator. You may feel really guilty that you bought a product and you've never used it or didn't like it, just like your, um, your friends. Um, you may feel that you... So therefore you want to remake recoup some of that money by selling it online because you regret buying it in the first place. Um, and yeah, so that, that may be a motivation. What's another one, Amy? I think...
1: I wrote down, I like yours, I wrote down recoup, rehome, resale. So you've just covered off on recoup. I think the rehome is when people have the motive of, I want it to be in the right place. I want to find the right person for it. They're going to love it as much as I did. And they're nervous about then just sending it to any old op shop, air quotes, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they're concerned that things aren't going to end up in the right place. And then the resale is about the financial transaction that will occur. It's not so much about finding it the right home. It's not so much about um, feeling guilty about purchasing. It's just like, well, this is worth money and I'd quite like some of that money back. (laughs) And so then it's financially motivated. And I think all of those are fine. I think it's really helpful to acknowledge which of those is your motivation so that you can know when you've achieved the goal. Because if it's about the rehome, the money is less necessary. You might want to be giving it away on a one of those karma sites or free buy swap and sales on Facebook. Whereas if it's about the resale, you might be more price sensitive.
0: Yes.
2: Um, yes, which leads me on to maybe some of the hurdles that we face. Yes. <laughs> when selling, um, at one of the biggest and I'm having this with um, a client at the moment um, is the expectation of how much somebody will buy your products for, um, Mm -hmm. because you either love it. And we get this question all the time on our Facebook community group, you know, should I sell it? Um, I, you know, what should I do with this item that I love? It's really sentimental to me. Um, And so I think that Again, coming back to your motivation or, and realizing what this product you know is to you uh-huh. um, can really um, help you to reframe your expectations about how much somebody else is going to pay for it <laughs> because I find we find this a lot with our clients and a lot, and a lot with people in our communities that they expect. That somebody's gonna love it just as much as they do, or will put the same value on it than they have. So, um, at the moment, I'm, I don't often do this, um, but I am for this particular client because of her particular circumstances. I am selling her um, products for her, and she's spent a lot of money on them, and there's no takers online absolutely no. Well, that's not entirely true. There are some nibbles, but they're all just tire kickers. <laughs> Nobody's actually committing to buying these products. And when I said to my client, this is how much I'm going to put them online for after a bit of research, she was like, but what? That's like, you know, a 10th of what I paid for them or, you know, 20% of what I paid for And these for are brand them. new. Yeah. And they're brand new products and she was gobsmacked that people wouldn't see the value that she saw in them. And, um, and, um, it's like, well, I'm sorry, I've done the research. I've looked online for what other people are selling them for. And I've put a, a little bit higher and then I've had to drop them because I'm still not getting any nibbles and, I'm actually going to take them to the op shop, um, speak to her and take them to the op shop because they've been in my home for too long.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, But it's the same when people, um, when something's sentimental to you as well. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Yeah. I think some of the expectations can be really crippling simply because you have this expectation and when things don't meet it, you kind of don't know what to do when nobody wants to pay what you're wanting, when things don't sell as quickly as you'd like, when there's less interest than you would like. I think that can just kind of put you in a now I don't know what to do because in your mind, you had set your heart on recouping costs or making a sale or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, finding
2: the right home for it.
1: Correct and now you're like well what do I do because I have to change my own expectations and I have to change sometimes go against what your core value is of I need to find a home for it it's like actually the op shop is the home because that's where the people go like op shops are awesome places for I want to find this the right home because if you send it that's like it's much harder for people to find you than for you to just put it in the marketplace in an op shop and the people come because that's what they're going there for.
2: And like for op shops, you know thrift stores for our American listeners, um, you don't know who's going into them. Like you never know that what bargain somebody's gonna find. Um, and who will absolutely love your product that you're wanting to get rid of. So I I say that to to our clients all the time that you don't know that this person who loves this particular thing isn't going to be like, oh my goodness, I've been looking for this. I've been searching op shops for months looking for this.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. Mm. I've been working with a client um, over the last couple of weeks who has had a major block when it comes to online selling. For him, he didn't know where to start. So he kind of knew that he needed to take photos and he knew he wanted to sell things online. He'd purchased some things purely for the, for the intention of selling them online, So when Nike released a limited edition pair of shoes, he would buy one in his size and one in a smaller size with the intention that in five to 10 years, he would sell the smaller size. So he's very intentionally done that, which I think can be so dangerous if you don't know the market really well and you know you're making an investment because it's really hard to make a loss on something you purchased as an investment So um, one thing that we have as a resource is we have an online course called, ready for it, Simple, Safe and Successful Online Selling. It's only $17, but the beauty of this course is we go through each of the online selling platforms of Facebook Marketplace, Gumtree and eBay and talk you through the actual nuts and bolts of how to list, how to create a title, what price to start at, what function to use. So if you're a bit stuck, you can just go to our website um, and go into courses and you can see that there for him though, even once so I, he got that course, he watched the course and he still felt like he didn't know where to start. So I think sometimes it is worth either finding somebody to help you with it or just letting go of the dream if it's all too hard.
2: Yeah. So And that's one of the things that we often find when we go into people's homes is that they've got a stash of things that they want to sell um, and they just haven't found or made the time to sell them. And so we often, we always often (laughs) encourage them to just let them go now. If you haven't set aside, if you haven't made it a priority to sell them and you're feeling in overwhelm, yes, us coming in and helping you declutter your home and getting you organized might actually free you up to do that. Mm. But we often say, just start afresh from tomorrow, you know, let us take everything away for you. Let us donate it today. And then in the future, if you find yourself with more time, more interest um, and more knowledge of how and where to sell, then do it from and, and make that decision then. Um, another thing that we find our clients often doing is collecting a lot of things to sell online, thinking that they're going to do it all together. And that can be overwhelming in and of itself. So, what would you say to that,
1: Amy? Well, list things as you come across them. I love, because what you said before, though, is start fresh. So, if you do have a pile of things and they are feeling overwhelming, Let them go to the op shop if you can and start again. So when something does come up, what I used to do is as soon as I decided to sell something, I would take the photo and list it there and then or that day. And that made a real difference to taking away that overwhelm of there's so much to do because it is a lot of work. You do have to do, you know, at least 10 to 15 minutes work per item on average. Sometimes it's a lot more than that. And so you do have to kind of give yourself the time to do that because if you have 50 items or even if you have 20 items that can take a whole day to list so much better to do it as you go and then you also have the capacity to kind of monitor items and see where things are going again we will always say and we will keep on saying if it takes too long to sell send it to the up shop so we would often say one or two weeks don't give it too long because it's just sitting there and it's in your face and it's you don't have the freedom from that item until it leaves your home and so if it isn't selling set yourself a time limit and say well I'm going to repost it twice or I'm going to boost it whatever and then I'm going to to let it go to the off shop or give it away to someone I know that would benefit from it.
2: Often people we go into homes and people like I want to sell this but they've like as you said they've never done it before or they just don't Really have any interest in it? Although they have heard wonderful stories, like Amy's of selling something for five thousand dollars, so they're like, "Well, it must be a gold mine, so I must sell this." Even though I didn't
1: get any of that money, by the way, which is perfect. That's why I wanted it. But like, it's not like I was selling stuff for me for five thousand dollars. No, but I don't you have stuff have, that good in my house.
2: No, but you have in part of our um on safe successful. What's
1: the name of that call? <laughs> Simple, safe, and successful online selling. In
2: that course, you do talk about how much money you have made. Um, yeah. Over it's over 20 grand. Of, yeah. Over the yeah. life of your online selling. It yeah. Is significant. But again, you have to have the time, the interest, the real expectation, realistic expectations of what you're going to sell. And the knowledge, which is what we give you in the course. Um, But if you have no interest in doing it, (laughs) then let that expectation of yourself go and just let them go. (laughs) Send them to the op shop, put them out on the side of the street and let the scavengers come and get
0: them. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? One of my friends actually,
1: per- I don't think I've told you this pet purchased the online selling course for her 13 year old son and she basically set up a system in their house is that he got the course so he got all the training and then as things throughout the family home they decided they wanted to sell that was his job and he got to keep say 50 percent of whatever he made and so it may not be that you are the one in the house that needs to sell it but teenagers are awesome at doing stuff online they're quick they can take photos really easily they probably just do it all on the ebay app or on the facebook app or something so that is another option you can outsource it to someone in your home that has more time um, and is more interested in the smaller dollars perhaps than you might be.
2: And there are eBay retail like there are people like Amy's old business that do sell things for you. So there, there are people out there. Um, it just, you know, you've got to think about whether it's worth it for a $20 item that yeah. then gets reduced down to $10, that then gets reduced down to $5. Those resellers are probably not going to be wanting to take your business because, no. of, because of the tire kicker nature of Online
1: selling. Um, Here's one of the things that I really love, Kirst. mm. eBay have a feature that you can search sold items. And so rather than searching to see what people are currently listing an item for, you can go into completed listings. So, an advanced search, go into completed listings. And there's more details on this in the course. But you can then put in the item that you're selling and see what it has sold for. But you can also see what people have listed it for and it hasn't sold. And so that can be a really great kind of litmus test of whether or not you even bother listing something online. Um, A great example of that is I had a My Child and she was dirty. Do you remember those little button nose My Childs with the movable arms and legs from the 80s? So I had mine, she had none of her original clothes. To be honest, she had no clothes. She was wrapped in a piece of fabric. She was pretty dirty. Her hair was matted. So I was going to chuck it. And then I thought to myself, oh, I wonder if my child's are worth anything. Cause I remembered that the hair length and eye color and skin tone combination, some were really common and some were really rare. So I quickly went on to eBay, searched and went, Oh, I think this one might be worth something. Like the dolls were selling for $60, $70 in bad condition. Which one was? Reclaimable bad condition. She just needed a wash and whatever. So I listed it online. It sold for $202.50. A doll that I was literally going to chuck in the bin. So sometimes just doing that search can give you the idea of whether or not it's worth it. Um, and it's really quick to do you can do it on your phone but it is something that's worth going into because it's in the advanced search feature it's not something you can just do on the main search bar on the ebay front page
2: and again it is do you have the time the interest and the knowledge of how to do that because if you don't then letting it go and it, it, again it comes back to your motivation what what are you why are you letting go of this stuff is it comes back to your vision for your home like uh what's my vision for my home and how quickly am i going to am i willing to achieve that vision because if holding on to this stuff for 2 weeks or 4 months or four years because it ends up in that pile that i'm going i'm gonna get to gonna um, pile they're going to pile if that then doesn't help you to achieve your vision then is it just better to let it go today instead of putting it in that guilt tripping pile that I'm yeah going to get I think often, never get
1: to. yeah and that's exactly right like if you are in a really cluttered home and you're trying to make progress online selling is really not your friend However, once you've reached your vision and your home is functioning really well and it's going to take you 10 minutes once a month to list something, that could be really helpful. Um, The other thing I was going to say is accountability can be a great thing for this. For instance, a couple of months ago, maybe it was even like a year, it would have been probably like a year ago because it was (laughs) pre-COVID. I said in the podcast that I was going to sell Jesse's bike. Yes. And by the fact that I made it accountable and then someone came into our Facebook group and was like, Amy, have you sold the bike yet? And then we got a Facebook, uh, sorry, uh, Apple podcast review that was like asking if I'd sold the bike and it was accountability for me. So if you do need accountability, come into our Facebook community and kind of, you know, nut it out with us. This is what I'm thinking of selling. Is that worth selling? What does everyone think? Should I just donate it? Or if you are at that place where your home is functioning and you do have the space and time, now, I do need to be, do a massive caveat in that mm. is we do not allow any buying or selling on in our Facebook group. Um, if you do list something for sale or if someone posts it and you're like, oh, I want to buy that, that will be removed because that's outside of the rules and the scope of our group. And we have had to remove quite a few of those comments and posts where someone's like, I'm decluttering, anyone want to buy this? Um, and that's not the purpose of the group. So, but Facebook Marketplace perfect spot for that
2: yeah and I've been in clients home I'm working with a client at the moment and she is she loves putting stuff straight on gumtree for free as we're working awesome so and we we even had a situation where she put something on gumtree and the whole rest of the session it was ping 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 because people were so annoying in oh it was it it was fine. She was like, Oh my goodness. Didn't realize this is so going to be so popular. And um, so, but she will often, and that's what I love that about her because she's an action taker, but also Mm. it gets stuff done while we're in the session. So she's not having people come to her door while we're in the session, but you know, we'll find something. She's like, oh, my friends might like that. And so she'll send it to her friends straight away. Yes, um, I love that. Take a photo straight away and send it to her friends. So at least everything is, um, there's movement in everything. It's it's in progress. Yeah. So instead of like just putting it to the side and yeah, I'll get to that later, I'll get to that later, because she knows that she hasn't got to it later in the past and that's why I'm in her home.
1: And the accountability of having you there. I can't tell you the amount of times where someone says, oh, my daughter might like that. I'm like, great, take a photo, send it to her now. Yeah. Oh, I can do all it later. No, let's do it now. Because if she says no, I can take it with me to yep. the op shop. Yep, Love exactly.
2: It. And that's what people, I will, will do the same in all of my sessions. I'm like, okay, if it's going to take us two two minutes to do it, let's just do it now. Because then yep. it's not something that you have to come back to. So
1: yeah.
2: let's quickly put put a photo. And particularly when they are regular Gumtree as eBay as Facebook marketplace you know if that is one of the things that you regularly do uh-huh. then it doesn't take that long no, when you when you know what you're doing yeah. and she then this particular client often puts them for free so she'll just put it on Gumtree for free come and pick That's up great. now so yeah. it's essentially op shopping except in her house.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just taking work though. Like, sh- just send it with you, Kirst. If you're going yeah, to shop on the way home.
2: Yeah, she is very passionate about um, finding the right. Oh, the place.
1: rehome is her motivation. Yes, the rehome. So is there you go. Motivation. That's perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. What Anything are the else, rewards?
2: Kirst? Well, what are the rewards of doing doing online selling? Let's talk about. Oh that.
1: yeah. Well, I think the rewards are directly related to the motivation, aren't they? It's cash, <laughs> recouping the price, so reduce guilt over I shouldn't have bought that or it was too expensive or it was really expensive and I don't use it anymore. And then maybe that you get the satisfaction of it going to the right home. It's a direct correlation of the motivation. <laughs> so that's perfect. That's the rewards. And you get it out of your house, there's an additional reward, but that is easily achieved. Um, by taking it to an op shop. But sometimes you may live in a town or in a rural area where there just are no op shops, but there is a post office. And so you might be able to sell things online and and the buyer can pay the postage so you can move things on that way.
2: Yeah. And again, some people have just a bigger pile to take to donations as they do to sell reselling. And that is one of the hurdles that people find is that they just... Haven't been able to get it out of their house because they haven't made it a priority to get it out of their house. So if you're one of those people who also has a huge pile to take to the op shop, we really encourage you today to today to just do it. Particularly if you're not in lockdown, Melbourne.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will. In fact, I'm going to take a case mm-hmm. of the do, pile of donations and see if I can actually show you on camera right now. And know nobody else gets to see this, but. Let's see, Kirst, if I hold my oh, computer. Oh
2: my goodness.
1: I reckon there's 40 bags there of people's donations. So I'll take a photo and put that in our Facebook group because I just think people will love to see that my house has other people's clutter in it because of COVID.
2: Yes. So the can you explain opening that? Soon. Can you explain what, why, why it is that you have that big pile?
1: Yes. So um, during stage four restrictions, all of the op shops, the thrift stores have closed in Melbourne, which is fair enough because all retailers closed. Um, I've still been allowed to see my most vulnerable NDIS clients which then results in donations and I don't want to leave it with them because that's so much part of the overwhelm is well, what do I do with the donations once I'm done and then I tend to sit around and maybe a kid goes through the bag and reclaim some things and so I. or maybe the client does so Jack and I have con- still been taking people's donations obviously not able to then offload them to the shop so she has set aside her garage which has got a pile equally as large as mine Mm -hmm. and I have set aside a spot which unfortunately is right in front of my front door because I don't really have anywhere else to put it and so the donation bags are every week getting bigger and bigger and then as soon as the op shops are open I will organize a pickup because it's too much to even fit in our cars so I'll just organise them yeah. to come and get it.
2: It'll be interesting. Um, I know after we came out of lockdown, the op shops were inundated and uh-huh. we're turning people around, away. So it will be, I presume it's going to be even more so in Melbourne yeah. because
1: it's been so, it's much, been longer.
2: so much longer.
1: Yeah, what Melbourne. you had in weeks we've had in months. So it will... Yeah. It will be interesting. I've got some insider connections to my op shop because I'm there all the time. So I'm going to Yeah, you'll be fine.
2: (laughs) You'll be fine. But all your neighbours won't be able to go down there. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's fantastic that people all around the world have been decluttering during this interesting season that we find ourselves in.
0: It sure and,
2: is. And that's why like, that's why we've done this episode today, because we know that so many of you have been looking around your house going, well, you know, maybe you're in a financially precarious situation. Maybe you or your partner or, um, aren't working, have lost their jobs and actually need to make money. And so please hear our heart in this episode that if you need to make money then we wholeheartedly encourage you to
1: even if you want to yeah
2: oh yes yes (laughs) yes yes, but we i i didn't i we don't want to minimize people's financial need to make money as well so um but as we said and we we've said this before um that and Amy's mentioned it already, and we've said it in many other episodes as well. That to put a time limit around how long you're going to keep something on Facebook Marketplace or eBay, mm-hmm. give yourself a time limit, one to two weeks, yeah. or you know, or you know, even um, one week at one price and then dropping it if mm-hmm. if you need to, and for the other week, um, and yeah. really set those time limits. Otherwise, you can have things on there forever and you're just waiting you know you're cluttering so up your house funny. again
1: yeah so yeah.
2: You, you're becoming the revel house with all those donations i
1: know it's it, so because it, it, it. i go to the op shop every day so even our own family donations never last more than 24 hours yeah but the best bit about it is there's one client i've been seeing and we've been helping her in her wardrobe and i think it's her washing powder but th- my front room smells incredible <laughs> and every time i walk in i think of her because it's just permeating through the bags and it smells so good. I'm really like, I love it. I've got to find out what washing powder she uses because my whole house (laughs) smells like her, which I'm (laughs) loving. Um, One other thing I was just going to say is if you have any of our team come out and declutter with you and we take away donations and you donate something that you were kind of like, oh, should I put it online? It may be worth, say, $50 to $100. Oh, no, that's it. I'm going to donate it. My time's not worth it. We will never then go and sell that um, item. We will always donate that for you. So you don't ever need to worry that you're sending off really expensive items and, like, we're going to sell it and then make money off it. We always take our donations to the place that you've asked us to. Um, And it's in our company policy that we never will, you know, sell anything or anything like that. That would be disingenuous to what the agreement is that we've had with you. It, it may seem your face curse says that goes without saying, but I have had clients ask that before.
2: Oh, I, I know that that's what my face is. And I definitely know that people are curious about that. So yeah. um, I was just sort <laughs> like, oh, like we would never do that. Never. Unless we have your expressed permission to do that, like you know, I've got, I have an agreement with this one client that I am selling her stuff for her because yeah. of her unique situation. That's not. That's different. Not Very common. Different. And, no. I, and no. as you can hear through this podcast, it's not my. Not Neither enjoyable. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: I've got a podcast review that I thought I would read out. This one is specifically um, written after we did the are You U OK? Day episode. Mm. And it says, I think last week we also had one that was specifically from are You U OK? Day. So it says, thank you. And it's a five star review. I really needed this episode. I'm going to make some phone calls. You girls are so awesome. And that's from Nashville Needs You via Apple Podcasts in the US. So thank Yay. you very much. We're glad that you took action and were motivated by us sharing the Are You OK Day episode.
2: So, we just want to also encourage you to. Um, yeah, listen to this episode as many times as you need to, to really think about your motivation for why you would want to sell something online, um, to work through any hurdles that come up for you um, and to um, enjoy the rewards of selling online. And if you need help with that, head over to our website, to our courses page, and you'll find our simple safe successful online selling course. Did I get it right, Amy? You
1: got it right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this week as we are asking for a review, if you do Pilates inspired by Kirsty's Pilates roller in the background of her office (laughs) if you do Pilates so whether you're a Pilates instructor you go to a Pilates class you do Pilates online you do self-instructed Pilates we would ask you to leave a review this week even if you've left a review before you can leave another review so rate and review all of you who do Pilates
2: Good. I'm so glad you remembered that. I had forgotten your little challenge of reviews. You make me laugh. Um, yeah. So I am not inspired to sell anything online. <laughs> me neither. But
1: hopefully, we've given you some tools to make good decisions. And if you want to do our online selling course. Just visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. You can go to the tab that says courses and you will see it there. Um, It's only $17 and it gives you some really good specifics on how to create those listings, how to make it a safe transaction, how to make it really simple. So go and enjoy that course as well.
2: And reduce your overwhelm by getting things, just doing things, getting things done, be inspired to do it quickly or donate it quickly. We will see you next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website,
2: outofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there.
1: If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
0: Hold up.